Welcome to Chatting with Channing, the podcast for Channing School that lets you, the listener, find out more by hearing from people throughout the school community. Each episode, you'll hear real stories from staff, from pupils, from parents, and the school's alumni to give you a true reflection of life on Highgate Hill. In this episode, we're speaking to head of the junior school, Dina Hamelis, as well as some of her pupils. Dina will explore what makes Channing School special, what it's like seeing the girls at Channing learn and grow, and she'll even tell us all about the Channing promise. But we also get to hear from some of the girls at Channing themselves, what they love doing and some of the questions they have for Miss Hamelis too. So come with me now as we talk to head of the junior school, Dina, and some of the girls from Channing School. Well, today on the Channing School podcast, I'm excited to be catching up with Dina Hamelis, who's head of the junior school. Miss Hamelis, hello. Hello. You have got some lovely pupils with you. Could you introduce them to me, please, or introduce themselves? I don't mind which. I'm Violet. Hello, I'm Hero. I'm Freya. And I'm Astrid. Thank you, girls. (gasps) Thank you. We're going to come back to you in a moment because I want you to tell me lots about Channing School. But first of all, let's talk to Miss Hamelis. Tell me more about you. How did you come into teaching and why? I love learning and I love learning as a child and I do as an adult. I am the type of person that will go and look up a word if I don't know what it means or go in and Google something and look up to find out more information. So when I started thinking about a career, I, teaching really came to the forefront of my mind particularly because there's quite a lot of teachers on my mum's side of the family and my grandfather was um, a headmaster actually. And as soon as I started teaching and went to do some work experience, I absolutely loved it from the onset. I've been very lucky. I've worked in some brilliant schools. I started off my career in an all-girls school in Hertfordshire and since moving to London, I've worked in some leading independent schools, both single-sex and co-ed. What it is about girls? What's so special about girls? Oh, girls, that's that's a good one, isn't it? (laughs) Girls are, I think, really, they definitely thrive in all-girls environment. They are able to be themselves. They can find themselves, particularly at this young age. There's no gender-weighted stereotype, so they can play sport, they can do art, they can do music. And also, all the leadership, leadership opportunities are taken by girls. Uh, They aspire to be the head girls or part of the sustainability team or the school council. And they just are themselves and be um, able to stand up for themselves, to be who they are and to speak up and speak out. Oh, I'm getting a lot of nods there. It's fantastic. So (laughs) tell me about Channing School now. What makes it so special? As soon as I set foot in Channing School, it was the atmosphere, it's the sense of community, it's the warmness. All the staff, including me, know all of the girls by name. I think it's crucial that I know the girls all the way from reception to year six. I have individual tea parties with reception girls girls when they start, so I really get to know them and they get to know me and it's lots of fun. Also, Channing is an academic school, but it is built on thinking about the, the broad and balanced educational experience. So the girls get to be themselves and we really think of each individual girl and each individual girl's success. Our tagline is girls enjoying success and success is different to each and every one of them. That might be science, it might be cricket, it might be drawing, and we really praise all of those things and make sure the girls thrive in the areas they are good at. It's lovely to see all the smiles. Violet, you are nodding there, definitely. I'm going to come and talk to you all about the lovely things that you do. How beneficial do you think it is to have the education from 4 to 18? 
I think it's very beneficial. Most of our girls start at four and go right up to the senior school to 18 in the sixth form. The girls are very comfortable in our environment. We are on separate sites, but we're across the road from each other and we do use each other's facilities, including our fantastic purpose-built theatre where the girls from reception start. Um, they were actually, I'm looking forward to their nativity coming up because they'll be in that lovely theatre. We go over across the road for assemblies each term, at the end of each term, and the girls in the senior school look, admire the girls in the, in, in the junior school and vice versa. So we had a lovely assembly, the first one we've been able to have in a while, and all of the reception girls stood up and waved at the girls at the back in year 13. There's a really lovely community feel. Also, what really benefits the girls from starting at four is they do not have the pressure of doing the four plus at 11. I should say the 11 plus at, uh, at 11. And testament to this is they don't have that pressure and the girls in, from the junior school actually get higher results in their public exams than girls that join later. And I believe that's because we give them the space to learn, to have a very broad and balanced educational experience and not such a narrowing one that some other schools may have to do. I'm liking the sound of the reception tea parties. Tell me more about those. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like a good tea party. Oh, don't we all? Well, I invite up to six girls. We all have house teams in, in the junior school, in fact, all through the school. And I invite each set of houses to my office and they have a special tea party over juice and cake and we really get to know each other. The girls have the opportunity to ask me any question they would like to and I also get to know them. And then it's a reference point. They often refer back to it and say, Miss Hamish, do you remember when? And it's really lovely. In fact, the year six are a bit jealous, aren't you girls? Because I started, so I'm it's my fourth year here. They didn't have a tea party. Aww. And I have said I will do one in the summer term, a big tea party, so they can have one themselves. Gosh, that, that's, that's meeting with a lot of uh, excitement there. We will have a chat about that. We will make sure that that gets signed on the dotted line, girls. We won't forget that. So do you see a change from those, those lovely tea parties? I should think there's a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of worry because they're sitting with you. Do you see a change in the girls as, as they go through your junior school? 100%. I'm actually thinking of one particular girl in mind now who's now in year three. So she was, in fact, in year two, she was the first set of assessments girls that I, that whilst I was here. And she actually wouldn't leave her mum because she was crying during the play date. But if you see her now, she's absolutely thriving. She absolutely loves school. And also the fact that we are, I know the girls and everybody else knows the girls, makes them confident to come and speak to us. So I quite often, and I wouldn't be surprised if it happens in the middle of this recording, I quite often get a knock on the door and someone walk in and say, Miss Hammers, how's your days going? Or do you have any jobs for me? So we're very, it's a very open door policy and you can really see the girls' confidence growing as they get older. I'm very jealous. That definitely didn't happen in my all-girls school. <laughs> I was very scared of the headmistress. <laughs> so we're talking about girls and their confidence. Um, you have something about 10% braver. Tell me, tell me more about what 10% braver means. It's very hard, particularly for girls, sometimes to take risks. So we teach them to be 10% braver, just a little bit more braver than they would be, to really put their energy into doing something that they may find challenging or that doesn't come naturally to them. And I always give them the analogy of me because I am actually a naturally reserved and quiet person and public speaking, for example, is not top of my priority list. <laughs> You're uh, doing well. <laughs> I have obviously had to learn and I am 10% braver every time I do that. 
So we tried to get, get the girls to take risks and to also understand that if they make a mistake, that's part of the learning process, it doesn't matter. Uh, I often say that mistakes are happy accidents and they will learn from that and build on from that and be resilient. Very important in these days, I think. And the Channing Promise, I've heard about that. What's the Channing Promise? The Channing Promise is something we all, in all members of the community, follow, including the governors, the staff, the girls, and it was written by the girls, both junior school and senior school girls. And it's really a moral code. In fact, girls, would you mind sharing? There's actually a poster here. Would you mind reading it for us? Why don't you do one each? (laughs) We treat everyone with respect and kindness. We try to think of others and be aware of their feelings. We enjoy the freedom to act, think and be heard in a supportive environment. We try our best to contribute towards a positive atmosphere. We make the most of the opportunities we are given. And that ensures that we continue to have a a happy and positive place to learn and play in. Girls, that was brilliantly read and very inspirational, actually. And do you try and... I'm, I'm going to come to the girls now, actually, because you read so beautifully. So we've got, we've got Violet, we've got Hero, we've got Freya and we've got Astrid. Hero, is there a particular part of the promise that you, you like, that you think this is really special to me? I think, like, with the... Where we try to be aware of others' feelings because when you feel upset or if you've maybe hurt someone's feelings by accident, you can, like, refer back to the channel promise and you know how to fix it or you can come to a teacher and try and fix it. So the channeling promise is definitely a big part in our daily life at Channing. Like, and it makes sure that we have a really nice and positive atmosphere. Fred, what about you? I really like the last bullet point, which says we make the most of the opportunities we are given, because we do get lots of opportunities. For example, we get lots of sport fixtures where we can go play other schools and sports. And we also have a few art competitions in our school. So I, I, I think it's a very good point. Girls, thank you for that. I'm going to come back to Miss Hamillis now and talk about Forest School. Tell me more, more about Forest School. Ooh. We didn't have that in my day. <laughs> Nor mine. Uh, <laughs> we are very lucky for where we are in London. We have lots of outdoor space. And we're at, right at the bottom of our grounds, we have a Forest School, a wooded area, a very green area. And all of the girls from reception to year four have a chance to go to Forest School. There is a pond in there and there is an outdoor classroom. And it's a space for the girls to take risks, to take assessed risks. So you see girls, for example, climbing trees and you see girls making food out of the mud. It's all about having fun, working together, taking those risks, being creative. And it's very child-led. And also in today's world and part of our ethos and part of our strategic objectives is to really focus on the girls' well-being. And being outside is really important and really helps with that. You can just see when they come back, their, their, lift, their spirits have lifted, as have the teachers. And it's lovely to see. Girls, what do you think of forest school then? Have you done forest school? Yeah, we don't do it anymore. We used to do it. We did it, I think, from year one to year three because mm-hmm. it recently extended the years where you're allowed to do it. I really, really enjoyed it. It was probably one of my favourite times of the week, mainly because you were just free to do what you want. We definitely explored that wood so much. There was lots of like passages and stuff and there's an outdoor classroom in there, there's a mud kitchen, there's a hammock, a swing. It's really lovely, it's a really nice space. Hero, what about you? Did you enjoy thinking for yourself down there? Is, it, is that what it gives you? 
Yeah, it was really fun because I remember we used to have lots of like everyone would be like a queen of a city or something (laughs) and you had to enter like passcode to go into each city. So it was really fun and we just used up our imagination in there and like I remember in year five we got like one chance to just do it and we were acting like receptions and was making food and everything so we still really enjoy it and I wish like we could just do it every day. Oh, Violet, what about you? It was, like, so fun out there because you could, like, climb trees, do what you like. And it was, like, the best part of my week back then because I was like, oh, my God, it's Friday. Yay, I can go play in forest school. I'm extremely jealous. I want to go back to forest school. I think it's never too late, is it, Miss Hamillis? Shall we no, go back to forest welcome. school? No, you're very welcome. I can give you some, uh, some wet waterproofs and you can go up on the trees. <laughs> Perfect. I would love that, I can tell you. So tell me more about you. Miss Hamillis, what do you what do you do outside school? Do you have any leisure time? You're probably very, very busy if you're head of the junior school. I'm busy, but I also think it's important to have time out and also time to reflect and also time to have other interests and, and to build those into assemblies and different things. One of my loves is art and design. Uh, I am often seen in museums and galleries. I also love history, walking around, and I quite often do assemblies based on things I saw. So, for example, I did an assembly recently when I went to see the, the exhibition of Alice in Wonderland in the V&A, uh, and it often inspires the girls to go and see those exhibitions. Also, I love travelling, so when we can, you will see me uh, trying to go into different countries. My top of my list, I would love to go to Tokyo and to Japan and to go to see the cherry blossom. So I'm hoping to arrange that for next year. I also love reading both children's literature and adult literature and trying new food. So my uh, ideal holiday, (laughs) yeah, my ideal holiday would be to explore a new country, try the food and sit and read a brilliant book. That sounds an awful lot. You're obviously a very busy lady, but a very driven lady, I imagine, as well. I hope so. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Now, I'm going to ask each of the girls. I I had a a very favourite place in school. I know Forest School is obviously a good place, but I always had a favourite place in school. Have you got a favourite place that you like going to? Let's start with Freya. We'll go backwards this time. Freya, what about you? My favourite place to go to in the school, I really like the terrace that we have. It's very nice because it's a a very nice space because only two years are allowed on it which makes it very nice and we have lots of beanbags out there if you just want to I guess sit and chill. (laughs) Sounds like a great place. Astrid what about you? Well I have two. My old favourite used to be in Downing Forest School. There was this little place behind a bush and it always had like orange leaves on the floor and we call it Red Leaf Alley (laughs) and it was really (laughs) lovely but now in year six underneath the terrace like when you go out from the school there are a couple benches but if you go behind that, there's like this little wood, there's like this tiny little circle with two benches and there's flowers around it. And it's just so relaxing. But also nobody seems to like realise it's there. And so often nobody's sitting there. Keep so it secret. It's really <laughs> nice. <laughs> now we've told everybody. Oh no. <laughs> Violet, I can see you nodding. Is that a favourite place of yours? One of them. My favourite place is, because I'm sports leader, I get to go on our new MUGA, which stands for Multi-Use Games Area. Wow. And it's where we, like, do sport, and I get to help, like, younger girls, and I just get to help them, like, play sport, because I love sport, so it's really, it's my favourite place. Sounds lovely. Hero, what about you? 
Well, I love the Mugger well, on the days that we're allowed to go because we alternate on different days. But I think it's really fun because the whole class can do like a massive game of netball or like basketball and it's just really fun to do. But I also love the terrace, I feel, as well because that's where mostly our years chill and like sit down and talk. And we've got a few like games up there and like board games we can play and that's really nice. All sounds lovely. I wish I was there with you. Now, I think you've got some questions for Miss Hamillis, haven't you? Yeah. Go on, fire away. Okay. If you could have any pet in the world, what would you have? That's a question from Astrid. Oh, Astrid, I think you probably know the answer to this. So if I could have any pet, and this is a very unrealistic answer, I would have a flamingo. I have a thing about flamingos, <laughs> yeah. uh, which the girls know. And my office is actually, there's quite a few. Quite often the girls give me little gifts of flamingos, so I have a few flamingos. And the reason why I like flamingos is it because, because they remind me of happy times and the sunshine. I remember as a child, my grandparents used to live in Cyprus and as the plane landed there was a huge salt lake and the flamingos were on the salt lake so it reminds me of summer holidays and then actually before my parents after my parents retired uh, and emigrated themselves they um, took us on a big family holiday which we hadn't done for years and there were flamingos wandering around our hotel grounds so again happy times and that's why I absolutely love them but I don't think that's a real realistic answer so if I could in a dream world perhaps in Alice in Wonderland <laughs> you, know, you never know you might office open the door to your office one day and there will be a flamingo Ooh, you never know. <laughs> along with the very smelly prawns <laughs> yes Ooh. who's going next Violet what about you I've got, who is your inspiration? I'd say my inspiration is my maternal grandma, so my mum's mum. And the reason why is because she always used to say that we should be grateful for what we have. And she also always said that the most important thing in life was your family and love. And I always refer back to that if I'm having a bad day or... We, we all have a grumble. I am a positive person, as, as the girls know, but sometimes we have a bad day and we need a pick-up. I often refer back to that. That's lovely. Hero, do you have a question? Yeah, would you rather hat or sunglasses? Sunglasses, definitely. <laughs> Let's hope the sun's out to wear them, though. <laughs> Freya, what about you? Summer or winter? Ooh, I'd say summer because I love the sunshine, but also if you're wrapped up warm in the winter, that would be lovely too. And I'm looking forward to all our fantastic winter things coming up, including the Winter Bazaar, because we're going to be having lots of different stalls and Santa's Grotto. I forgot about that. Oh, <laughs> excitement in the air. <laughs> Even more things to wish I was there for. I've got one for you, actually, Miss Hamlet. Cinema or theatre? choices definitely theatre I do like yep. the cinema though but definitely theatre particularly musicals and the ballet oh, yeah. and I'm very much actually we are we have we have a, dra- a dramatic pupil body as well as everything else and I'm looking forward I've just bought tickets to see Frozen the Munich musical because one of our girls wow. is starring in it so I'm looking forward to that gosh that's, that's caused a bit of interest <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. and final one ocean or forest Ooh. Ooh. I'd say ocean because I love the sound of the water. I find it really calming. Yeah, Uh, I think there's a general approval there from everybody, yes? (laughs) Got the thumbs up, I think. Okay. And my final question of the day, because I'm very confused, and I think Miss Hamillis can tell me, skipping out. (gasps) (laughs) Skipping out. Well, where can I start? Skipping out is a unique tradition at Channing. 
And as the head of the junior school, I have the privilege of choosing two <laughs> of the reception girls, so the youngest girls in the school, and skip out in rejoice of, rejoice of the holidays, but also to celebrate our term. So at the end of each term, uh, we all go over to the senior school and we have a whole school assembly, and that's what happens at the end. Uh, and I'm looking forward to doing that very soon. Because I guess you can never be unhappy if you're skipping, can you? No, you can't. And if you might be able to hear, the girls have actually started humming the tune. <laughs> Should we do it together, okay, girls? Go on, go. Okay, one, two, three. La 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 what a wonderful way to finish our podcast today. You've cheered me up no end, even singing the skipping song. You've made my day. So thank you so much uh, to Violet, to Freya, to Astrid and to Hero. And of course, to Miss Hamillis. It's been a delight to meet you all. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. So that was Dina Hamillis, head of junior at Channing School, talking with us and the girls all about why Channing is so special. Dina, thank you for joining us on this episode of the podcast and a big thank you to the girls who came along and told us all about life at the school. Now, if you've heard anything on this podcast and you'd like to get in touch with the school, then just visit channing.co.uk and you can connect with the school that way. But also, our next episode is coming out soon. So in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.